Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. Hey, Hunbots and Hunbros. Popping in with a little bit of housekeeping and some big news. Drum roll, please. I moved. Yes, Abby and I moved. We are so excited. I spent this entire week moving. My muscles are sore. I know I'm getting older. What is happening? But yes, we moved. We are living in this really cool 1918 farmhouse. Um, And if you follow along on social media, maybe you've seen a couple of the sneak peeks. I'll be posting more soon. But it has been a really great experience so far. It is like, I've been calling it the island of misfit toys. So just stay tuned if you're interested. We've got all kinds of pets and animals over here that I can't wait for you to meet. Secondly, I want to say thank you so much to our Patreon patrons. You guys are incredible. The Hunbutt Slayers are actually getting this episode two days early, and the ex-Huns are getting this one day early, and everybody else is getting it on Sunday. So if you would like to join our Patreon and get early episodes ad-free and different bonus content, please head on over to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes, and you can join. We have $5 and $10 tiers. And I want to thank all of our new patrons. So thank you so much to Adelie Taziri, Bev S., Elizabeth Broha, Jennifer Cook, and Tiffany Lewis. You guys are awesome. Welcome to the club. Another thing that happened this past week, which I thought was really cool, so I want to say thank you, is you guys showed up in the comment section for the Mary Kay stuff, right? Like, I posted the Mary Kay Barbie pic on Instagram, and you guys loved it. And we also had quite a few people email me to confirm everything in the episode and say, yes, yes, I know I was there. This sounds exactly like what happened to me. And I had a Mary Kay husband reach out and say, I'm ready to tell my story too. So we are going to have that coming up. I thought that was really cool. And I just wanted to say thank you so much. I have the best listeners in the whole entire world. You guys are amazing. Also, a little sneak peek. I was texting with Jillian from True Crime Obsessed this morning, and she was like, hey, people keep talking about your episode. When are we going to do a true crime MLM episode? And I was like, let's do it. So Jillian and I are working on getting together to record that and bring that to you guys for our month of MLM horrors in October. So I'm very, very excited. I know there's a lot of you that found this podcast through True Crime Obsessed, so I'm so happy to have you. And I'm happy to finally be giving you the episode that you've been asking us both for. So we're very excited to work on that. And then this episode deals with neurodivergency and autism and cryptocurrency and financial MLMs and being targeted specifically for those things. And what it did was it sort of sparked an idea. I've been wanting to talk about this for a really long time. And there's a couple of people in my inbox who are professionals. And we will be talking about this. And I will be getting back to you and working on this soon. I really, really, really want to dive into neurodivergency and multi-level marketing. So autism spectrum disorder, ADHD, things like that to kind of look at the parallels. I know there's a lot of dopamine addiction. We talk about that a lot in the show. Um, impulsivity and control issues, executive dysfunction, different things like that that make being in an MLM um, simultaneously exciting and terrifying 
and what sucks us in and you know is a big part of the reason why we quote unquote fail in the system so I really really want to dive into that if you are listening to me and going yeah yeah I I experienced this I have ADHD I have autism this happened to me absolutely please hit me up because I really want to do a lot of episodes we got to educate so much with toxic diet culture um, and I kind of want to do the same thing Uh, to keep that education going but I really want to focus on neurodivergency I think it's a very very important topic and I mentioned crypto and the way that crypto MLMs work is very similar to the course MLMs and the coaching MLMs like we talked about with Rachel in the Chelsea Diamond episode Um, and so we are diving a little bit more into the course MLMs in this episode talking about how they work from an inside perspective which sort of also leads me to the thing that you guys have been tagging me in relentlessly on TikTok, and that's Andrew Tate and Hustler University. So I am aware of him. I am aware of what it is. Uh, From everything that I can see, it looks like a massive pyramid scheme aimed at our boys. Um, So I definitely would like to do an episode on that. If anybody has any experience with this, please hit me up on that as well. Um, I would like to do an episode that we can have our children listen to uh, and teach them some of the red flags that I'm seeing on social media with Andrew Tate and Hustler University and sort of what's going on. There's a lot of misogyny and toxic masculinity rooted in this, and it's just very, very scary um, for our children. Other than that, please enjoy this episode. I wanted to pop on here and give you guys a couple updates and to thank you guys for seriously being some of the best followers and listeners ever. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much to everybody who is here and is listening and following along. You guys, seriously, you make my dreams come true. It's true. Uh, Enjoy the episode and I'll see you next week. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. I'm excited. We're talking today about the MLMs that are like in the financial realm, the crypto realm, all of these different places that We've definitely talked about like on social media, but I've never had the opportunity to really dive into some of these MLMs. So today we're going to talk to Big Mo and I want to say welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Roberta. I'm so excited to give you all that I can and just like finally pour out my story and finally have somebody to actually listen to me and where I came from and releasing anything that I had like releasing that trauma that I went through from these MLMs. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm so happy to provide that space. Um, it's it, being on the show, like everyone's like, wow, that was really fun, like very healing and a good time. So I am super excited to talk to you. Um, I want to remind everybody that's listening, though, who you are. You called into the podcast or like left a voice message. I have an ability. You can leave voice messages for the show for me. And you had left a voice message and you were like, I want to talk to you. I want to be on the show, but you didn't leave any info. And I had no idea of how to find you. And so I just played your message on the 100th episode. And I was like, come find me. Um, and you did. So here you are. And we're here and we're going to tell your story. And it's it's wonderful to have you. Thank you so much, Roberta. It's just like <laughs> the serendipitous things that happen on social media and the ways that people find each other. Um, I'm just really excited to learn about this particular series of MLM. So um, let's get into it. Tell tell us how you got started in MLM in the first place. So Roberta, I was um, in college. I was going to school for culinary arts and business because like I've always wanted to own my own hotel and restaurant company. 
I don't know if you heard of La Burge or the Golden Nugget um, hotels that have like the casinos and stuff in um, Lake Charles, Louisiana. I want to like have like my own company similar to that, but I want it to be more authentic. Nice. Yeah, I'm familiar with, I mean, I live in Southern California. We have uh, reservation casinos and we also have Vegas pretty close. So yeah, I'm definitely familiar with those type of establishments. Of course. And hopes one day I, I invest in Six Flags and put a whole Six Flags resort in this hotel company. <laughs> so, you know, big dreams, <laughs> big dreams, big dreams. Up until <laughs> I was on Facebook one day and I got a message from a, a gentleman. I'm not going to say his name. And he asked me about a work opportunity like doing business in financing. He didn't say the name of the company, of course. So, you know, I kind of dived into it and went to the interview and went through like the presentation, of course. I had a gutful feeling at the time, but I feel like I was naive back then. Like I didn't know that this company was like an MLM up until like right when I signed up and paid the the fees and things like that, like the, the licensing fee and also the, you know, signing up for this company. Right when I got into the training and things like that, I was like, what the hell? How did I get into this MLM? And I thought it was going to be like, like an office that works with like business folks that work with financing. But once I got into it, I found out that it was like a life insurance company and I was like what the heck I thought I was gonna do that I was gonna do something else so then I found out that it was commission pay and that it wasn't hourly and none of that mind you Roberta I have autism and I didn't know any better once I joined once I left the training and all that I was trying to speak to my upline about how I have a disability and things like that in hopes that he can help me understand working this business in hopes that I do become successful he said he would and like as I was in this business for about a year and a half he's just been gaslighting me and making me feel good about myself you know love bonding me this and that I have yet to make any type of money in this business I mean sure I only made one recruit one close of insurance mind you this company's name is primerica okay and i did good i mean i moved up maybe one rate to senior rep but i wasn't getting enough help to where i was able to become successful you know and it's like very difficult for someone with autism because like nobody can understand me either right and And that that was something that i was going to say it's like already like financial realms are already confusing financial insurance anything like that where you're making these deals with people is already confusing for somebody who doesn't know right and then you throw autism on top of that where you're like hey I need a little extra help and you're assured at the beginning obviously because they want you in they want you to sign they want your money and they want your warm blood yeah of course we'll help you but just like every other MLM we hear, that's it, just, it's not like that. People just, 
I mean, we do hear stories of people that are like that, but it is few and far between. Most of the people and the stories that we hear about are people that over-promised and under-delivered consistently. Exactly, Roberta. And that is something that I've struggled like the whole year. And it took me at least another six months while in this business to have a wake-up call that they do not give a shit about you. They only care if you're getting numbers, like, you know, talking to people and getting them into the business and getting people signed up and things like that. They don't give, they don't care about you or your emotions. Cause they always say in their telegram group chats, your business doesn't care about you or your emotions. They only care if you're succeeding, blah, blah, blah. And if you're not working on the weekend, then what are you doing? And they, and then they just make you feel bad just because you want to live comfortably as you're trying to grow yourself. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you're just working hard. You're doing everything that you were told. This is the formula X, Y, Z equals success. This is what you have to do. And you're like, yeah, okay, I can do that. But unfortunately these formulas just set you up for failure. There, there is no formula to success because if there was all of us would be incredibly wealthy. There just isn't a formula like that. Um, and it's, it's right. really predatory to use that that way, especially with people that don't understand and especially with these more confusing companies. So how exactly, exactly. does Primerica even work? You're selling insurance. It's probably very similar to some of the episodes we've done on World Financial Group, selling insurance packages to people. So basically it starts off with you. Once you're recruited, um, you're being asked to speak with um, close family and friends and trying to like set up an appointment to like meet up with them at their home to speak to them about a presentation and you're not paying for anything. You're just here to sit and listen and just to like give this person experience. Once that appointment is set, they get the gist of what the company is. And if they get like an opinion, sometimes they get weird faces like, oh my God, what is this? Is this a pyramid scheme? This is a pyramid scheme. And at first I was offended because I was like manipulated and swindled into this company. I was like being manipulated to stay just to keep them going, like the ones at the top then I tried and worked my ass off and tried to get ranked up and be successful. But unfortunately, it didn't work out for me at all because of that. And like a lot of people were saying, it's a pyramid scheme. You don't understand. You're going to lose a lot of money. Another thing is like, if your family and friends tell you this is the pyramid scheme, then you talk to people, any other social media platforms, like just to get to people, go to stores, talk to people. It's weird talking to people in places because then like nowadays, like people like are scared because they're so aware of like, remember, don't talk to strangers because sometimes people get that vibe. I totally get that vibe. I hate going to the mall. I hate going to like the fair or any place where there's like people shouting at you, like, come over here and check this out. Like, I hate that. So absolutely. Like I'm totally there with you on that. Right. And then that is just how it works. Like if if you recruit somebody, they bring in like family members and friends. It's more like we call referrals. And once you go through them, you go more referrals to those families and friends, getting their list of family, friends, names, basically what's it called? 
cold cold calling people all day. Yeah, exactly. And that was something that I didn't feel comfortable doing. And I told my upline about it. And he kept telling me that, oh, but this is something that'll help you be more confident, get out of your comfort zone. If you come to training all the time, you're going to grow and be confident and things like that. And then later on in the run, there were times where I didn't attend the trainings because I was sick or if I had something going on with family, my upline would hit me up and be like, hey, um, why didn't you show up to training? Like if you was my working boss and I said, because I had this going on and that going on, you know, life happens. Well, you need to make sure that you do make time to come to the training so that you can grow more and, and try to be more successful. If you want to be a winner, show up to the trainings. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Spring is in the air, and with that comes spring cleaning, especially those closets. I am beyond guilty of keeping pieces around that I no longer wear, I'm hoping to fit into again, or I just can't seem to get rid of for whatever reason my brain uses to justify the hanger space. But this year, I am implementing the one-year rule and spring cleaning my wardrobe with the help of Quince. As a sponsor of Life After MLM, shopping with Quince is a great way to support the show and get some cute new items to treat yourself once the purge is over too. Once you put your seasonal and holiday items in the back of the closet, it's time to purge what's left and see what can be donated and what needs to be retired for good. It's only then that you can organize your keepers and see where you can amp up your style for the coming year. And that's where Quince comes in. By partnering directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing, Quince cuts the cost out of the middleman and passes the savings onto us at 50 to 80% less than similar brands, which means you can stretch your dollar and save on great staple pieces that will last through at least a few spring cleanings. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. And I started <laughs> feeling like cringy vibes as I was going through my spiritual awakening. Absolutely. And that's interesting that you say that the spiritual awakening, there's so much of that awakening happening right now, whether it's just spiritual yes. or whether it's like socially And there's so many people that are just sort of like, especially coming out of the pandemic and being told so many things and this awakening of people that are, are just, I don't, I think we're just not putting up with as much bullshit as we used to put up with. No. And so we're just calling it out now. (laughs) Yes. Like everybody's waking, calling out everybody now. It's like, we're not stupid anymore. And after the process of waking up, and realizing my worth, a friend that I used to work with in downtown hit me up saying, hey, uh, there's this really good job that I work at for guaranteed uh, more than what you're doing right now. Because she asked me what I was doing at the time. What a blessing. She granted me that job and I was actually enjoying it. Um, I actually enjoy doing culinary arts and pastries. So I got into that. And once I left, kind of slowly left for America, 
my upline was concerned and was like, hey, are you done with Chimerica? And I was like, yeah, I am. If um, I don't have time to put in the work and go to the meetings, if if it's like a job, if but y'all look at it like it's a business, but even if you do something wrong, like with the policies and things like that, I don't understand the policies, but like, like it was weird, but they terminate you for some reasons and things like that. How is it a job, but you look at it like a business? I don't right. have time to work it if it's not paying me. It's very interesting how when you stopped working, your upline finally reached out and was like, hey, what's going on? As opposed to all the times you had reached out and asked for help. And they were like, nah, yeah, <laughs> it's no, really interesting. Like, they failed as uplines to help me be success- successful. And they didn't even like address or did anything about me losing money from my other ex upline who tried to help me make money, but was not successful. They did nothing about it. And that is a whole different story. (laughs) So you leave Primerica, but you didn't leave MLM. So what happened next? Um, I was actually looking up on Facebook, this guy and his wife, they had like nice cars they were dressed up good they owned Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all these nice ass designer jewelry and shit and I'm like how are they doing this I'm interested so here goes my airhead self just like watching them and texting them I was like hey um I'm interested in what you're doing um what do you do and do you trade forex and he was like yeah I actually do I was like, oh, I'm interested, but you think you can work around my schedule because I go to school part-time. He barely messaged me a couple of days later. And all he was like worried about was like, okay, when are you going to get started? And there were times where I forgot to message him because I got busy. And he was like blowing up my messenger like, hey, um, are you ready to get started? We have this uh, promotion going on. Uh, you want to hop on the Zoom call? Hop on the Zoom call. Um, we're going to talk about the opportunity. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, like I kind of had like that pressure uh, vibe from him. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not ready for commitment yet. Let me think about it. So I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. Let me just like give the time of the day for this guy and this this woman. (laughs) I met them through Zoom. I was swindled again and signed up for their, um, one of their packages. It was like, one was HFX, which was like binary options and Second one was like regular Forex training and one was like learning about cryptocurrencies and there was an elite packet, which was like $325, which was like had everything, learning about every single topic that you could choose to pick. You know, I didn't have that money at the time and I decided to use and pay for HFX. And once I signed up, I met his wife. And I met the wife and her friend that was a part of the business, you know, being all nice to me and stuff and welcoming me, love bombing me, of course. And then later on, as that was going, I started like seeing how they were. They were only focusing. Once I got on the Zoom calls and they invited me to, I noticed that they were only like focusing on recruiting people, like bring people into this business. This business is not only about just trading and making money, and it's all about bringing people into the business to learn how to make more money. How the hell do you sell a course to somebody who literally make money just by recruiting people back to back? And basically the course itself is to show you how to trade, but if you trade, you end up losing your money. 
you can get all the information that they try to sell you online on Google for free and go on YouTube. And they even have like teaching apps. So, so that MLM was which one? I am Mastery Academy. I am Master Academy. So I've seen them. I've seen them. Uh, they're, they make a lot of income claims on TikTok. A lot of people like, uh, it would be like, I would see like a TikTok and it would be someone holding the camera and going up to someone being like, Hey, Becky, um, what did you used to do? And it's like, I was a school teacher. It's like, yeah. or how much do you make now? It's just like, I just made $153,000, you know? And it was those sort of things where they're like claiming these outrageous amounts of money and saying like, I've made this. And it all linked back when I, you know, how many clicks I all linked back. It all went back to these people that were selling this cryptocurrency education course, which is like this, I am master Academy which is very confusing to me because I don't really understand how it works as an MLM other than you're just recruiting more people to sell the course and then recruiting more people. Like, is it just that? Um, not only that, but like, you can also like make money from trading, learning the courses. However, people like look more into like the recruiting part, which is like, they call it the home-based business. You know, they ah. make money just by selling the courses to people and yeah, that's how okay. the residual income so they're just courses that teach you crypto like just different ways to trade cryptocurrencies um yes and most of that is readily available and there are apps out there that are a lot safer than these mlms apps um and i think there was just a news article that came out not just like just recently about one of the world's biggest crypto, I think maybe the world's biggest crypto Ponzi scheme that also happened to be an MLM. And that was just in the news not not too long ago. So um, crypto is not as regulated as the rest of the financial industry. Um, and there's a lot of people that are scamming people through it. Yeah, exactly. So and how long uh, did you last at I Am Master Academy? It was only like about six months, three months. I was just like learning how to like trade and I lost the course. And three, the other three months, I ended up going with a young lady and her husband on a trip to go to, um, it was actually in San Antonio. They had like a, an event for like people who want to join the business and stuff or stay encouraged to keep staying, of course, just to seek opportunity. But however, I did go and when I met the, when I met the wife and the husband that recruited me, they were like the top earners. They were about to hit. When I met the wife, I kind of got very off vibes about her. She's very sweet looking, but deep down, she seems very evil and only like, is all about greed and money. And like, that's kind of what the vibes I got from her. Um, when I started going through this awakening, I'll, I'm being very intuitive with people and I see right through them. I may not predict what they're going to do, but I, you know, you kind of see right through them right after they were done, like presenting and stuff, they were just focusing on the recruiting and things like that. And it kind of overwhelmed me too. They're just like not focusing on the part where they're legitimately teaching you how to trade. They're actually teaching you just to recruit. You know, it would have been right. nice if they would have like educated us to learn how to trade instead of like trying to like recruit. Because to me, that's just sad because like how the hell can these people sleep knowing they're just selling 
something that's too good to be true, especially when they swindled my cousins into the shit. Because I saw my cousins too. They're a lot older. They have their own business, of course. And I kind of felt very sad because they still steadily try to hang out with my cousins on Instagram, trying to convince them to keep growing business with them when they already have a business and they're good. Like, stop trying to get my cousins involved. Isn't it interesting, though, the juxtaposition of when you first encountered them and seeing their Louis and their cars and their clothes and their jewelry and you being like, oh, my gosh, tell me all your secrets and then learning that their secret is scamming people. And you're like, "Okay, yeah, no, I don't want any part of this. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're going to own Louis and things like that, like you need to do it the legitimate way instead of scamming people. I don't understand how these people can fucking sleep. I know it's interesting, right? Like every dollar that I make and and that I'm proud of, and I'm like, yeah, I'm putting that towards something to be proud of. And then thinking about people in this situation who are making money dishonestly and buying these things and using those things as bait to get more people in. And yeah, it's like, wow, like that's what you're spending your money on is like bait to lure in more victims. Oh my God. I think that's wild when you think about it like that, right? Yes. And I think that's what one of my dreams was talking about. And literally I woke up, I started feeling like sudden pain and I screamed at the top of my lungs and surprisingly nobody in my my house heard me. I was like, oh shit, (laughs) this awakening is real. So six months later I got out and I started like focusing on myself more and my job, loving what I do, trying to figure out if I want to go, you know, I took a break from school for about a year after those six months, just to rest. A year later, I was approached by a young lady on Instagram selling another MLM that was like Forex and cryptocurrencies. So I was like interested. I was looking into it and I wanted to see if that course would help me make money. But of course, I don't want to focus on recruiting because like, like I'm trying to do school. I'm working a full-time job. Well, by the time like I took a break from school, I was just working a full-time job. And then this girl, um, can't say her name. She was just trying to get me to, to like recruit, of course. She was just like skimping through the presentation of this company called iGenius. I didn't understand a word that she was saying. I kept telling her, hey, slow down, I have questions. <laughs> and then, you know, she just kept going on and on about the opportunity. Like, oh, don't worry. Um, I don't have to explain all, all this to you. You're going to be successful. You're going to be able to recruit the world, blah, blah, blah. Just over exaggerating, love bombing the shit out of me. And I was just like, this fucking girl, she needs to like slow down. Because I thought she was going to literally teach me directly how to trade. Seriously. And I'm like, God damn it, did I get swindled into another fucking MLM again? <laughs> yeah, what were some of the similarities that you noticed with the, the woman in iGenius and the couple in um, I Am Master Academy? The women were like toxic positivity when they had like their women's meeting. And most of them spoke Spanish, so I didn't understand it for anything. Because most of the women in that group from the team were all, all Mexican Latinos. And most of them didn't know English. So they did like mostly Spanish Zoom calls for women. And I'm like, I've noticed that they have a lot of Hispanic Latina men and women in, the, in that company. And Absolutely. because 
why is there so many Latino people in this company? And why is this Mexican Latina woman and husband are so successful? I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, they I, use affinity fraud. I mean, they go after, and that's, that's one of the things like Herbalife used to do it a lot. Um, and they still do, but it seems like Monet and then these Forex trading uh, courses seem to really target the Hispanic communities for some reason. I think it's because like they come from, I guess you can say the Southern part of the country of Mexico and they come for better opportunities because they think that yeah. America is like the place for opportunities for financial freedom, which technically is not always true once you like look into it and understand it. So what happened at iGenius? How was it different than I am Master Academy or was it exactly the same? It was exactly the same, except they also had like more women in the company. Those women were more toxic positivity, like showed a lot of love bombing. And I tried to like reach out to my upline and she was like, Oh, just follow the experts. They'll show you how to trade and make money. You only come to me if you need help with like talking to people. And that's how she said it. Yeah. Wow. So for people that are listening right now and are going, wait a second, iGenius sounds really familiar. Um, iGenius is the MLM that all of the WFAB girls from Monet jumped from one frying pan into the other. Um, I think we talked about it a couple episodes back. Um, and if you follow the MLM drama, like on social, you might've heard that, but yes, it is the same WFAB iGenius that we're talking about right now. So I just wanted everybody to be on the same page really quick. Um, how long did it take you to get out of iGenius? It only took me like three months because I was already like awake and I already knew like, okay, I could get more information about this for free. Like, I'm so stupid. I fell for it. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because like, there is a lot of information out there that I can literally look up within seconds. And, you know, after I left, I was feeling horrible. These couple years, I was a part of these MLMs and my dreams were just giving me messages that you don't have to feel down just because somebody made you feel like you were a loser because you weren't working hard enough to me that you're a very hard worker. You are still valid. You can get through this and just know that I love you. You are worth it. And that's what my um, higher self was saying to me. And like, you know, that kind of, it's kind of heartbreaking. Absolutely. I mean, your subconscious is like, this is a bad thing. This is not a yeah. good thing. You got to get out of here. And it, it's, it's, it's part of it, right? You're not stupid. You're not, you're just a vulnerable person. I was a vulnerable person. The people listening to this were vulnerable people. That's all you have to be. So I want you to know that you are a hard worker and the word hard and the term hard worker is subjective and it doesn't matter what you do in a high demand situation like this, because you could be working as hard as possible and it's yeah. still never, ever, 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 ever be enough ever. And so that's not a you problem. That's a them problem. Exactly. I wish, I wish I would have made them see that, but you know, I have a hard time speaking about that. Just wish I would have told them. I think they probably know because to be successful in these companies, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and, and come to terms with everything that you're doing and the wake that you leave. And they know, they know what they're doing. 
And they have to say things like, well, she didn't work hard enough or she wasn't good enough to justify the way they treated you and the way that they made you feel so they can sleep at night. It's definitely yeah. not a you problem at all. It's, it's not. And they made me feel that way a lot. Coming yeah. to terms that I'm so glad that I was able to like come out and speak to you about this. I even tried to go to counseling and I was just too afraid to disclose to, to them about it. But I was just like, no. You know, it is a weird sub niche, right? Like you go to a yeah. therapist and you're talking to a therapist and they're like, what are you here for? And you're like, I was in a, a commercial cult. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? There's not a lot of people out there that are equipped to be able to have somebody that has been through the ringer in an MLM sit down in their office and say, this is what I've gone through. And for them to be like, oh my gosh, like I know exactly how to help you. It's, it's a weird sub niche. And there are therapists out there that are doing high demand group type stuff. Um, and, and I'm so thankful for them, but it is still so small. And so, yeah, having, you know, podcasts like this and, and talking to people in this space to be able to find resources and just find a little bit of closure, just talk to somebody that knows you don't have to give this huge backstory to like, we know where you're at. We know how it feels and, and we can relate with each other and, and connect and, and become friends and go, yeah, I went through that too. You're not alone. This is this weird thing that happens every day. People are joining and leaving MLMs every day. People are coming into the anti-MLM space every single day going, oh my God, you guys, there's a whole community here. I thought I was the only one every single day. And yeah. that's why it's so valuable to have these sort of conversations, you know, not every single MLM story has to be ridiculously tragic or, or wonderful or what, like, I just think it's important to have normal conversations with normal people about things that happen all the time. Yeah. And it's kind of hard for me too to be social with other people because it's hard because sometimes I am very intuitive and I don't really trust everybody all the time. And sometimes I, I usually fend for myself and I'm just like, I don't know who else to talk to about this. I've been through a lot and, and this awakening is not easy and conversations like this is not easy either. Cause like, I can't even go and talk to my family about it. Cause then they're going to look at me like I'm stupid or like, you should have never did this. Like I told you so. And it just makes me feel like even less when I explain and like, let them know and like, trying to tell them, Hey, I'm sorry. I mean, it's my fault. It's, it's myself, you know? And I think that's a really excellent point that you bring up. I think there are people that are listening right now that have never been in an MLM and have been that. I told you so person and go, see, I told you, you shouldn't have done that. And how it makes those of us that aren't receiving that feel. Um, and to remind people to always have understanding and compassion and, and to leave the judgment at the door no one's perfect. Right. And to be like, I'll listen. And guess what? You're going to feel, I told you so, but we also have to understand that not everybody wants to learn the easy way. I'm definitely one of those people. I love learning the hard way. My dad always would tell me that as a kid, like you love learning the hard way. And I just am, that's just who I am as a person. I have to fail to understand what failure feels like. And yeah. that's just who I am. And there's people out there like that. And I want them to know they're not alone either. Like some of us yeah. just do this because we have to. Exactly. Yeah. 
you're definitely not alone. And I'm, I'm so happy that we're able to connect. Um, I'm actually going, I have, there's a couple wheels spinning in my head right now, um, that I will talk to you after we're, we're done hitting record. I'm just like, so emotional right now, just like finally disclosing what I've been through and finally having this closure in my life. Cause like, I feel like I've had this message in my head for so long. I just didn't know a way to release it and things like this. It's just, it's just hard to talk about. And like, I'm so happy that I finally, you got to reach out to me to like, finally talk about this and finally release what's been going on, especially being a part of like a sub cult and getting out of that and like releasing that trauma. I thank you for that, Roberta. Well, thank you for telling me that because uh, that, that was the whole purpose of this podcast when I started it, right? Let's talk to real people and let's connect on a real level and be like, nobody else understands. Can I tell you something real quick Uh, and and be able to have this space. And so being, being here with you and you experiencing this and having this emotional release um, and being able to find closure and to have a little bit of closure and be like, okay, I'm not crazy. I just got confirmed that I'm not crazy. Like it is such a validating experience. um, And and one of the most beautiful things and, and one of the reasons I started this whole thing. So thank you so much for, for having this experience here with me and with us on the show um, and hopefully inspiring others to take that first step towards telling their story and getting their closure and release too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You're going to feel, you're going to sleep so good tonight. You're going to feel so I good know. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to wake up and be like, father, thank you. Okay, Big Mo, are you ready for some rapid fire questions? Yes, I am. And you can take as long as you want. There's rapid is subjective in this. <laughs> oh, what I is, thought it was quick. <laughs> you can take as long as you want or as quick as you want. I, I can't even tell you guys some, some of these pauses that I edit out when I do these rapid fire questions in, in the editing process. Um, what is one word that encompasses how you feel about MLM? Trash. <laughs> red bitch, red. <laughs> Give me a warning for somebody who is on the fence and wants to join an MLM. Just try to do your research and ask as many questions as possible. Even if it gets to the point where that person does get annoyed, that should be a red flag to you. That is excellent advice. What is the worst MLM in your opinion? I have to say it's... It's I am Mastery Academy. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're, they're horrible. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of that one either. What is the hardest lesson that you learned while you were in MLM? To never let anybody like try to take advantage of you and let them know your ability as a person just to lure you into something that is too good to be true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And ending it on a positive, what is a positive takeaway from your time in MLM? I was able to like wake up more and see more and I'm able to like be at peace now to finally have the closure and have a very good career. I work in a hotel resort and it's amazing now. And um, I'm finally happy at what I'm doing. And I'm learning how to like trade and invest just on my own and doing my own homework. It is a lot of work. It's very, very hard. That is the reality of like actual trading and learning on your own. Right. There are no shortcuts and even trying to do these MLM shortcuts, it just 
there's Dug your hole even deeper. Right. Exactly. And now you're doing what you were dreaming of doing before MLM even came into your life. You're in the hospitality field. You're working yeah. in, in the pastries and, and, and doing the culinary stuff. It's, it's great. That it's, part it's is so fun. Too. Wonderful, happy ending to a shit sandwich. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for letting me share my story. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast and my advocacy at The Real Roberta Blevins. You can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes. And if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought, oh my God, I have a story just like that that needs to be told, hit me up, therealrobertablevins at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans.